Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. The date we're looking at this time is the 1st of December and in 1957 one Charles Starkweather claimed the first victim of a murder spree that would claim 11 victims when he shot a service station attendant in Lincoln, Nebraska. Well, I thought you were going to say Lincolnshire. Lincoln <laughs> County, New Mexico. How old was he when he did this? He was... 19 years old. 19 years old. Have 19. you said his name? Yes, I very much opened Starkweather. Forgotten. <laughs> Charlie Starkweather. <laughs> so, Charles Raymond Starkweather, for twas his name, of Lincoln, Nebraska. Charles what? Raving Stark... <laughs> Bonkers, Mola. Uh, ill weather day that you met him. Ah, uh, yes. Right, I won't Anymore? forget his name now. Charles Starkweather. <laughs> Charles Starkweather. Yes. Is this why are we doing this? Is this is this well known murder? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because it was a he was a spree killer. Oh yeah. So um, serial. No, no, really. Hang on. <laughs> What's the difference? Sprees, like when you just do a load in a quick has succession. Has to be in a short... Oh, is it? Has well, to be in a short period of time. time. Long sequential. time scale. Yeah. Yeah. Serial killers have to have killed three or more people over a long period. And they're yeah. timed. Go. Spree killer. If that spree is compacted into, say, a weekend, yep. then it's probably a mass murderer. Uh, yeah, but yeah. the mass is the amount of people murdered. Yeah, you can't mass murder one. But I, you can, Unless you're at a mass. You can mass well, murder yeah. over a period a, of time. Can't, if no, you're in, you can't. No. Really. It's in one go, isn't yeah. it? Right, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. If you're in a church at, at mass and you kill someone, that could be a mass. It could, could be, be a mass the murder. The mass murder. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. the mass murder, which would be odd. Anyway, that's all I have on the <laughs> <Or> if, <laughs> if it's a giant, then maybe it's a massive murder. A massive yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably. If it was a giant. Well, he's taken from. A mass. Massive murder. A massive, a massive mass murder. <laughs> right, okay, so he is a. What is he? Is Shall I look a, up some no, he's not a serial. He's a, Shall I look he's up a the, spree killer. Yeah, spree killer. So I get the official yeah, do it. definition. Yeah, yeah. A spree killer is defined as someone who kills a number of people at one particular time and location in a frenzied, random, and apparently unpremeditated way. Oh, what if it's not random? Those are quite a lot of sort of defining points. Yes. In in a particular place, in a particular time. Well, it might, I mean, yeah. th- th- there will be a variation of definitions, but yes. I mean, sometimes it says, it doesn't say frenzied either. No. But it has to be a particular time time and place, okay. uh, you know, all, all the people. Okay. And this all began with a service station attendant yes. in Nebraska. Now, he was slightly isolated. So on the 1st of December, the first victim, he was slightly in isolation because... Mm-hmm. Just, slightly? Well, the spree began... Oh, about sorry. seven. Okay. I thought you were saying he's going to—he's miles from from anywhere. <laughs> no, he's in isolation. There was a a pause in time. So he yes. killed someone, and then about six weeks later, he went on. Uh, he right. then killed ten people in quick right. succession. Okay. Yeah. So the, what you were asking was—is you know—is it notable? Um, yes. And uh, the reason is because it's a spree. People study spree killers. There aren't mm-hmm. there aren't loads of them. So it's of, of academic interest in exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of thinking he's quite young. For a, yes, very much. You don't so. often get 
many killers of that age, not 19 years old. No, you don't, do you? wonder what, uh, are we going to delve into his psyche? Yes. Yeah, I can't imagine his past is glorious. Well, he was, uh, he was bullied at school. And mm-hmm. tick. And he was a bully. <laughs> Double tick. Yeah, he had um, a speech impediment. And he also had, um, he was born with like a, a, a leg defect. Which right. basically, he was like bow-legged, I guess. Okay. It's the closest. And um, so, yeah, so he was a bit bow-legged and he had a speech impediment. He got bullied and then he got bigger and stronger and then he started to okay. turn okay. his his ire at, at being bullied mm. on others. So he became a bully, basically. Okay. Yep. So he started out being very, really, really well-behaved and then... Got knocked out of him. Got knocked, yeah, he got knocked out of him, basically. Textbook. Yeah. So there was a quote here. A friend of his from high school said, he could be the kindest person you've ever seen. He'd do anything for you if he liked you. He was a hell of a lot of fun to be around too. Everything was one big joke to him, but he had the other side. He could be mean as hell, cruel. If he saw a poor guy on the street who was bigger than he was, better looking or better dressed, he tried to take the poor bastard down to his side. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. And he was, he was from a reasonably large family. He was used to have a third of seven children. That's right. Exactly, yeah. Working class family. His dad a Low carpenter income. with yeah. arthritic fingers, so he couldn't have been working that much. He couldn't have been much of a carpenter yeah. either. He wouldn't have been. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he arthritic fingers from just hitting his fingers with hammers? Ow, 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 yeah, ow, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't work much. And then his mum was a, a, a waitress, so they were low-income yeah. family and a large mm. family. Yeah. Low-income. So on the basis that he was nineteen when it mainly happened, the other than bullying, bully, being bullied and bullying. Yes. It, I mean, it doesn't sound as if that much more happened to him, and that, unless you're going to say something seismic. It well, wasn't. And twenty years later, he, bullying you know, can be pretty severe. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I put it on a par yeah, with but, torture. Well, I know, but what? How many? But it goes did he on then for several kill? years. Yeah, he killed eleven people ultimately. I mean, it doesn't usually manifest it in that, does it? Yeah, but I think it's, it was it was the violent outbursts, and I think it's just that he had a, already that yeah. he had in him. Yeah, being bullied led to bullying. His family apparently were afraid of him because of the violence. Mean kid, bad seed. So he got obviously got very very violent, and by the time we get to um, his first killing in December of '57, um, he then had a gun because you can. Yeah. You yeah. have to ask: Was there any cruelty to small animals? I'm not aware of. Why it, is that okay. normal? Yeah. yeah, is it? Yeah, it usually comes Certainly with for the serial killers. With spree, maybe not so much because it's less habituated in the build-up or in the ongoing. But day then, had to he day. not been caught, maybe it would have become habituated, and he would have yeah. done many many. <laughs> Murders. Yeah. But yeah, cruelty to animals is yeah, a fairly basic tick. Because yeah. <laughs> it's easy. And yeah, and it's no... experimental. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, great. I only got halfway through... Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I only got halfway through uh, American Psycho, the book, mm. not the film. And um, I just... Honestly, I just couldn't read it anymore. It was just... It was just horrendous, basically. Not badly but, uh, written. Yeah, yeah. Oh, loads of spelling mistakes. The um, but it was. I mean, I know it's a uh, fiction, but the it was just. It was along those lines, and there was tons of, and you know, I got a, I came home from work. I got a McDonald's. I tortured a puppy to death, and then I went out, and uh, you know, meaning it was just a day to day thing. But anyway, it was um, honestly, I couldn't. I just couldn't read it anymore it was horrendous uh, so I was just like I'll oh, forget it I'm not reading this hmm. 
but anyway, the that occurred in a admittedly fictitious uh, novel, but it was a bordering on daily thing for whatever his name was, Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah, Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> So the controversial figure, to my mind, is not as much Starkweather as his girlfriend, oh, yeah. oh. who was named Carol Ann Fugate, not Carol, 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 Carol. So he met her in 1956 when he was 18. She was 13. Right. Okay. Well, he dropped out of high school, and he basically he got a job specifically said it was near her school, so that he could visit her every day yep. after she finished school, and she accompanied him on his spree. Right. Wow. Okay. She claimed Highly. later on that she did absolutely nothing. She was in the car the whole yeah. time. She didn't do anything, you know, basically. But he said that she killed some of the people that was accredited to him. Right. But he did change his story an awful lot. So she's quite an interesting figure mm. in that regard. Definitely. Do we know much about her early life history? I mean, she's not got much earlier life than no, 13, no. but... <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, well, she's mostly just known for being for going on the spree with right. Starkweather. But again, she's she's a Lincoln, Nebraska local. But yeah, there isn't really anything, n- not too much that's publicised about she her that I've seen. She was obviously, I don't know, fascinated or attracted to power or the the bully bloke mm. in charge or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, she might. It might be that she is a another hybristophiliac that we oh, talked yeah, about, yeah. like Bonnie Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she was into bad boys, basically. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you feel that way about it, you love the guy. She's still alive because she obviously she, quite easily could be. She mm. is, I believe. So Seven, yes. late seventies, in her late seventies. She is. Um, she applied for a pardon a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago. Oh, hang which on. Was, which where, is, where is she? Uh, free. Nebraska. Yeah. She's free person. She's a free person. But she's got a kind of. She's label. Well, I mean, we'll get to crimes and sentencing. Oh, okay. But she ultimately, yes, she she got out of prison. She went to prison. She got out of prison. Okay. Um, and she tried to get a pardon, and she was denied. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Because yeah. pardoning is when you're someone is not guilty of a crime. Of course. And yeah. Said, yeah. Well, you you're are. Definitely. <laughs> you are. So you're not getting a pardon. But that was only a couple of years ago. Yeah. So she's been trying wow. since wow. 1958. Wow. Yeah. And failing. And failing. Yeah. Wow. Quite right, too. So she's an interesting figure in that mm. respect. But we don't know a great deal about her, or I don't know a great deal about her. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So Charlie Starkweather taught his young girlfriend um, how to drive, and she crashed <laughs> the car, which was Starkweather's dad's car. So he's not a good teacher. No. And um, he was kicked out of the the, the home, to the Starkweather home. He probably didn't right. set her. I thought they were frightened of him. Well, they were, but I mean... That's why they... Said you boot him out. Yeah, pop out while I change the locks. Kind of scenario. <laughs> Enough's right? enough, maniac. Yeah. After this, he became kind of a, a nihilist. Basically, his situation was somewhere along the lines of that he was stuck in that situation, exiled by the family, mm. poor, you know, not very nice. Uh, yeah, uh, lashing out at people he thought were better than him. Yep. So the only thing he had really was to then uh, make himself better by having been power powerful over other people okay right. yeah. so basically being which he was kind of doing anyway with his yeah a, a bit as a as a bully. embryonic stages yeah. of it do we have any indication what his sort of educational i mean i know he's only 19 and yeah, he was bullied a, at school so i mean was he particularly good at school or not very good at school 
I understand that he was doing quite well, but okay. he didn't have any recollection, positive recollection of it being at school. He didn't. Right. He said he hated the school, but apparently yeah. he was doing all right by comparison. Yeah. Okay. Apparently. But he basically, because of, he dropped out of school because of this, this nihilist outlook mm-hmm. and this being put upon and yeah. what have you. Nothing matters. Yeah. So in later testimony, he, he said that he had a, a personal philosophy of dead people are all on the same level. Mm, yeah, I suppose that's mm-hmm. roughly six foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, of course, would include him. Well, sometimes that is better. Not sure why. Ultimately, would say spree that. killers tend to take their own lives as well. So mm. he would then be on the same level as. Ah, okay. so you're. I'm not going to ask the question because it'll ruin the re- the end of the <laughs> pod. But right, okay. Do they generally do that? Generally speaking, yes. Do they? Right. Must remind People who go on a sh- yeah, because it's not brain. habituated killing. It's like a blam, 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 blam. Yeah. Oh my God. What have I done? <laughs> yeah. I've well, got one bullet left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the the opposite is if they're shot by police. Yep. In which case you wouldn't know whether they would have taken their own life or not. But mm-hmm. those who aren't shot yeah. by police, oh, yes. well, speaking, some who are shot by police <coughs> have taken their life by being shot by the police. You know, well, it's it's part suicide of the, by cop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've deliberately, yeah. I don't know, run at them or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> run at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be yeah. enough, though, wouldn't yeah. it? That would do it. Yeah. That absolutely would do it. Yeah. Or if you put your put one one hand in a pocket yes, and I was run at say, the police, finger, yeah. Yeah. finger in your jumper. You'll never take me alive, copper. Like um, yeah. Michael Douglas in Falling Down, when he has a water uh, pistol in his pocket. Do you remember that? Spoiler alert. <laughs> he, gets, <laughs> he gets shot at the end. There's a thing. Have you ever seen um, Gran Torino, Clint Eastwood? Uh, I'm aware of it. He he deliberately, it's not the police at all, but he deliberately does Reaches. a move yeah. to, to reach into his pocket right. to draw fire from the, the baddies. Um <laughs> But he deliberately does it, and he knows he's no. Unfortunately, he knows he's going to die. But he also knows that everyone will realise that he was completely unarmed because he pulled yeah. out a lighter, and then oh, right. all of them got arrested and sent to prison because of they murdered him, even though he was technically unarmed. But he lured them. Right. That's not tends to what happens these days. So no, I haven't no. seen it. No. But thanks for telling yeah, me yeah. the end. Yeah. Spoiler alert, by the way, for yeah. five minutes ago. <laughs> Gran Torino, everyone. <laughs> right, okay. So serial killers generally... Spree killers. Spree killers. Killer. What? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Spree serial killers. killers serial killers just, just keep going until <laughs> somebody stops them. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. yeah, so sprees I tend to... I them up. Spree. I shouldn't mix them up. You shouldn't. They're completely different. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> In their own special way. <laughs> so let's talk about the crimes themselves. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the, the petrol station, gas station. <laughs> gas station, if you like, or service station. <clears throat> Call it what will. Um, so it's late in the evening or late into the night of the 30th November 1957. Okay. When Charles Starkweather had a, a set to with Robert Colvert, who was the service station attendant. Hello. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he tried to buy what's described as a stuffed animal yeah. um, on credit, and he was denied, so he got angry at the service station right. attendant. Apparently, he went back a number of times buying small items, probably to case the joint, and then he came back again. The final time he came back, he brought with him a shotgun, um, demanded $100 from the till, and then kidnapped Colvert. And this is according to Starkweather's testimony. They fought over the gun and he fired 
killing him. Yeah, classic. So that would have been the next morning by that time, 1st of December. So his testimony wasn't, was to try and defend himself. No, no, he was batting to rights. This is basically him saying his version of what happened. Now, bearing in mind his version of what happened, A, varied a lot, and B, didn't match up with Carol and Fugates. But he he wasn't arrested for that, that sort of reason shortly after that, was he? No. No, this is this is the assessment that took place. This is place. what he told after right, his okay. arrest. Right, he, His eventual re- he, arrest. His eventual arrest. Yeah. So he's basically telling the story. It's, this was would have been an, a murder that would not have been known to be attributed to him. So afterwards, he said, I killed mm-hmm. dim, 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 dim. Okay. So a number of weeks later, it's now the 21st of January, the following Gosh, year. Gosh, that's a few months later. 1958, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's about six, maybe seven weeks. Yeah. He went to Caroline Fugate's home where he saw um, her mother and stepfather. Uh, They told him to go away, so he shot them both. Oh, is that it? That was the only reason. He's got a very light trigger, this guy. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, she's in. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, well, uh, bearing (laughs) in mind, the first person... (laughs) The first person he killed, he wanted to buy a teddy. Yeah. On oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, But also, as well as shooting the mother and stepfather, he also beat to death their two-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. As well. Right. And he hid all the bodies behind the house. Jesus Christ. You can't hide bodies behind a house. <laughs> he, well, so, I mean, yeah. like, so, houses have, like, r- roughly four sides. This <laughs> yeah, sure. For the purposes of this discussion. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like it would hide them by now. So if you open side. the back door and just push them out, you know, <laughs> well, probably under a tarp or like yeah. some bracken. I don't know. <laughs> Round the back. Now this is where um, Fugate and Starkweather's stories immediately started. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, hang on. Where was she well, when he did that to her? Who's not in family? <laughs> well, she was probably a bit. She said perturbed. she w- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said that um, she was perturbed. She said that she wasn't there. Do you know what? Basically, she, she said that she was out, but Starkweather said that she was there the whole time. Right, that she okay. knew and witnessed the murders. But she later claimed that... Of her own family? Yeah. Well, this is... Yeah, exactly. So, But um, she later claimed that he used the threat of killing her family to get her to go with him on his... On right. his drive. On his so that, that threat's kind of a bit loose at the point that her family is dead. Yeah, the threat yeah. no longer is a threat. Well, know? she she claims that she thought they were alive and that he just threatened okay. to kill her. But um, but she arrived home and where he, he intercepted her with a gun. Yep, and um, said that they were being held hostage and then they would be killed. They had they had been killed already, but they had already been killed. Yeah, so she wasn't there. Is my point? She's not sitting in a car with the engine running, kind of no. outside. No, he said that she was there with him when he did the deed. Okay. And she said that she arrived home and he said that they were right. hostages and okay. they had to go away. But they right. stayed there. But um, apparently Fugate's grandmother, I don't know if she was in the house or in another house, a neighbouring house, but she called the police out of suspicion. Mm-hmm. Sure. Presumably from the many gunshots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. They, so they stayed there for like nearly a week. Gosh, with the bodies Around the back of the, the house. Back. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where the whole. This is where the, the question of whether she thought they were being held hostage. And she's there a week and didn't go. Can I? Yeah. Where's my dad? Yeah. <laughs> where are they? Then? I'm just going to pop home and see him. Yeah. Well, they're in the house that they're supposed to be in. Right. Right. So. Oh dear. 
Anyway, the police arrive on the 27th, so she's, six days later. She's 13 and under the but control on, of someone live, who's quite violent and controlling. Though, didn't she? Yeah, this is all at she her lives home. lives in that house. She lives in that house. She got home. He said, I've got them hostage and I'll kill them if you don't do as I say, apparently. Yes. And then they stay there for six days. What's a Nebraska January weather like? I imagine it's quite cold. I would imagine it's quite Well, I yeah. don't think so, it, the temperature matters. Well, it does, because the like, bodies well, are going to stay fresh out of the back. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to get stinky. But true, I was going to say, yeah. my point is the... Um, it's like, where are my parents? And what yeah. was, what was well, the yeah, two-year-old? Well, is that a brother? There would be a stepbrother to her, yeah. Or half like where, where are they? Yeah. What are you talking well, yeah, about? Yeah, where the hell are they? <laughs> well, if they are... If they're being held uh, hostage, hostaged, where are they? Mm. Behind the house. They're being and held what's host- all this ketchup splashed across the kitchen? <laughs> well, yeah, they were shot, which would imply a lot and of mess. beating yeah. to death anything is going to create again. a lot of um, residue. Yeah, at this point, nobody's story is holding up. No. Yeah, this is just... Uh, this is early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just before the police arrived at the house after the phone call, they... Six bloody days later. Six days later. They drove to a family friend uh, in Bennett, in Nebraska still, 78-year-old August Meyer. He was shot in the head with the shotgun. Went there, killed him and his dog. I grabbed a dog and I, I kicked the shit out of him. Well, hang on. Why, uh, why did they go spot. there? Because they're now be on the run. Run, running, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, oh, okay. Oh, God. So they basically, they drove from, I guess, Lincoln to yes. Bennett. I'm guessing he drove, because oh, she's cause not she very good. Crashed the car, yeah. <laughs> they drove to someone else's house, killed him and his dog, and then drove away somewhere else. So they didn't stay there? Not for a long period of time, no. I'm just going to, I don't know why, but I'm just going to see how far. Bennett, Bennett... Bennett, Bennett. Bennett, Nebraska. Directions to Lincoln. It's 76 miles. Hours drive? Yeah. Yeah. Straight road back then. Yeah. Yeah. Hourish. It was a very straight road. Um, so in terms of cruelty to animals, he's now shot a dog. Okay, mm. Sorry, uh, breaking news. Um, if you're going to drive from <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska to... What was the other one? Bennett, ben. Bennett Nebraska. Nebraska, you have <laughs> you turn left after being on the eighty. You turn left at McCool Junction. <laughs> McCool Junction, as nice. in Muck, as in cool. Nice. <laughs> that was in uh, what film was that in? McCool, well, McCool Junction. No, <laughs> I want to be known as McCool. Super bad. Uh. Anyway, McCool Junction. Turn left. <laughs> That's what they did. And now the weather. <laughs> So now they drive to Lincoln. Now back again. Back again. Over there again. and back again. A spree killer's tale. Rich, yes. rich part of Lincoln to uh, the home of somewhere else. Yeah, mm-hmm. to the home of C. Low Warden and his wife Clara, where they stabbed their maid Ludmilla Fensel to death. What? Then, are these um, just random people? These are random people. So they just pulled into Lincoln and went up to a house. Yes. Right. Pulled into a rich house, went in, killed the maid. And then waited, and then when C. Lauer Ward and his wife Clara came home, mm-hmm. Clara was stabbed to death, and Lauer Ward, who arrived home later, was shot and killed as well. Right. And I don't understand what the, why he's doing this. It's but, random, is a nutter. Well, I know. But and they broke the neck of the family dog. <sighs> dog number two. Why did they do that? Now, took him all day long, my foot up a dog's ass. Just bang, bang, bang up his ass. Mm, it's not very nice. 
It, it just, I guess it's well, dog number it's two. Very nice. It's sprinkler. It's not very nice, is it? <laughs> yeah, but he could be. Could be nice. Why on earth would you, the dog's not going to mention it? He to might bark. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely raise bark. alarm. Mm, yeah. yeah. So stabbing is quiet, obviously. Um, as long as you kill them r- relatively quickly before they start screaming and gurgling at you. Sure, yeah. But mm. it's a very visceral act. You know, you can't. Uh, if you're firing a gun at someone, it's very detached. Do you know I mean, it's obviously it's loud. Mm. Stabbing is, <sighs> yeah. I mean, you've got to mean it. I mean, you, yeah. Putting a knife into a body is hard work. Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's tough. And is it up yeah. close and personal? Well, that's my. <laughs> my when you slice chicken, yes, it's quite easy. Yeah, we will get through like you know half an inch of chicken. If you want to sink a blade, you don't normally eight inches s- into, slice a, a into a body. They tend to be stabbed, which yeah. means going through other bone things. and, uh, and okay. through yeah. or part around bone. You know, I'm yeah, thinking getting of a knife in between, in between ribs into an organ right. that's going to act. Yeah. I'm thinking of a perfectly filleted, a filleted piece of chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same Skinless, as skinless, boneless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, he, was they, a, uh, he was a rotter. He was yeah. a, quite the rotter. He's awful. He's terrible. Not only that, he isn't even nice. They uh, they drove their car into some mud, abandoned it, and two. I bet she drove that bit. Yeah, yeah, she drove that leg of the road. Now, two local teenagers said that they would they pulled in alongside and offered them a ride, um, and. You didn't kill them, did Stark where they shot them both in the back oh, of the head. God, <laughs> right. why, didn't you, why didn't you just say yes? Yeah. Thanks very Thank much. Thank you. Awfully. <laughs> Terribly kind of you. Yeah. Well, this is one of the times when um, Starkweather said that Fugate's role was more than she let on. So he... Um, oh, okay. There's a boy and a girl, Robert Jensen and Carol King. Apparently, he tried to rape King. Apparently, he was, quote, unable to do so. All right. Um, I don't want to know and, what that means. And he he shot her as well, but he said that Fugate killed King the girl. Right, I mean, um, I don't know. She said she was in the car the whole time. I mean, it's unlikely mm. that she would go. Actually, go on, give us a go. But <laughs> give us a go on your I don't gun. know. But she's been exposed she's, to quite a few murders. And now. if she's infatuated yeah. by yeah. him, I'm not. I mean, that's my words. But and it um, could have. It could have become normalised so over this short, intensive period. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Do you want a lift? Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it just gets exciting. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So they um, they wanted to get a new car. So they saw there was a guy named Merle Collison. He was sleeping in his car. Um, they'd driven by this time to Wyoming, and they woke the guy up who was parked in a Buick. Oh yeah. Woke oh, him nice. up. Nice. And shot him. <laughs> oh. Hope they didn't dent the chrome. <laughs> well, again, in this instance, um, Starkweather said that he shot him, and he then claimed that um, Fugate did the kill shot. He didn't die immediately. Right. How did they point of uh, order? How did they get to Wyoming in a stolen car? In a stolen car, yeah. Wyoming is 626 miles away from okay. Lincoln, Nebraska. That's a day's drive. Mm. A if couple not, of days' drive. In a... Yeah. In a Old-fashioned... Yeah, you wouldn't want to sit down for that long. Oh. Hello, my name's Mark Decano, and I host the Comedy in a Nutshell podcast, in which I talk with those in and around the comedy circuit, and most especially the comedians, about what comedy means to them. 
Simon Amstel plus Lena Dunham plus Mr Blobby. I thought that would be a good combo. Every gig you get is somebody else not getting a gig. I've had sometimes I've had people like pull out a notepad and I've been like, oh no, no, thank you. You are a jester and you're here to bring light relief to people's lives. Somebody at the end was like, oh my God, she's dirty. <laughs> and I was like, um, oh, thank you very much. My boyfriend says he feels like he has to tread very carefully because he was like, I know that everything has the potential to become material. I can now give to people and they definitely in that moment are having a good time. So if you want to know more about what comedy means to the people at its heart, then hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Comedy in a nutshell, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fringe, baby. <laughs> so 600 miles away, what, what, what happened? <laughs> he, he killed someone else. Well, they yeah, stole, so. they, stole a, 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 they had a 1956 Packard and they... Or Hewlett Packard. <laughs> Hewlett Packard. They were driving it's got a, the new Hewlett. And uh, yeah, so they went to Wyoming and they wanted to get another car, so they stole the Buick. All right. So he obviously Merle Collison, who whose Buick it was, he was shot, but Starkweather claimed that he shot him, and then Fugate did the kill shot, shot him again. Okay, right. Fugate always denied that she killed anybody. She said, I mean, know, never did. Obviously, you would, and. Um, but he said that she was, like, trigger-happy. Right. That was his claim. But unfortunately, they weren't uh, familiar with the parking brake on the, on the Buick. On the Buick, yeah. Um, so the car stalled because the brake hadn't been released. And a passing motorist named Joe Sprinkle, yep. <laughs> he stopped and he went over to help him. Um, and they, there was a, an altercation, at which point a uh, county sheriff's deputy arrived on the scene. Ooh. And... Fugate, good for Sprinkle now. Well, Fugate apparently uh, ran up to the county sheriff and said, Oh, God, help me, please! Pointed out it's stark weather. For the benefit of the audience, I just pointed at nothing with my hand. <laughs> oh, right, so she dobbed him in. She dobbed him in. Wow. Claiming that it was right. going to kill her. Wow, that's, that's out of, not that I know her, out of character. Well, I mean, again, this is stark weather changing yeah. his story. Maybe, uh, you know, why he would want to dob her in, for want of a better phrase, um, after the fact. Um, I don't know, but he was changing his story, saying that she was involved, she was involved. Normally, yes. in those situations, you would say she wasn't involved to protect him, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Mm, I see what you mean, yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah. but she'd done the same to him. It wouldn't make his... Yeah, so if she was a victim, as she claimed, then that's why she would do that. It wouldn't make his sentencing any lighter. No, exactly. No. To take it all on himself. Exactly, yeah. And if she just, all right, admittedly, either told the truth or was involved and lied about uh, doing all the kit, no, I was around the corner or whatever, mm. then the notion of him going, yeah, she did it, you know, as opposed yeah. to wanting to protect her because he was in that case. Maybe he thought if that if she got deaded, Mm -hmm. Potentially alongside him, then that would be they would be at the same level, you know, like yeah. as per his nihilist philosophy. Yeah, mm. or maybe it's just within his psyche to blame. Maybe he's just a dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's probably probably more likely. So she told the police. She the ran up to the sheriff's deputy. Sheriff said, yeah. "Start with that. He's going to kill me. He's going to kill me." Words like that. Not in that voice. Dagnabbit. Tarnation. So. Proceed, the car chase. Ooh. Ooh.
Hang on, where to where? <laughs> Check the uh, mileage. Is there six hundred miles away at this point? Well, I, we know where. No, because this is a chase. Yeah, that's it's not a chase. It's not a chase to a destination. <laughs> <laughs> They're just driving away as fast as they I'll, can. I'll see you in <laughs> Cool Junction. Quick to the Cool Junction. Chase me <laughs> as fast as you can. <laughs> The sheriff's deputy, um, a police chief, and uh, and a county sheriff. Some brackets, some police. They drove after Starkweather. Yes. As fast as their wheels would carry them. Was he in his Buick? In the Buick. um, Over 100 miles an hour, apparently. Gosh. In the 50s. They were firing as they went, and apparently they... Was it out the window? Yeah. One presumes. Was it leaning out the window? Leaning out the window, yeah. Um, One to the rear, and that would be... It'd be forwards, wouldn't it? Yeah. Chasing them. <laughs> they drove in front of him and fired back at him. <laughs> um, although they did hit the windscreen of the car, yeah. the windshield. Shoot the glass. I would have aimed at the tires. Um, well, start weather's windshield. Yeah. From behind. Yeah. Well, apparently, well, they might have pulled alongside. Who could, okay. Who yeah, could true, say? True. Wow. Yeah. Well, that doesn't... Through the rear window and then to the windshield... Well, if he's got the window down and he's firing at the side and they pull up alongside and yeah. fire at him, it might... It go the past him and into right. the windscreen right. from the inside. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to. Let's assume it, that that it, is exactly what happened. If that, if it got shot, the windshield, then alongside or... I mean, he couldn't have been in front, surely. No, it would have had to have been alongside. Otherwise, I would have just... I would have turned well, maybe, off. maybe the bullet went through the back... That's what yeah. I'm saying. Window, the back window. And then yeah. took out the front yeah. window. But however the bullet happened to <laughs> find its way however into the it car, got there, it, hit it hit the windscreen. The windscreen. <laughs> okay. The windscreen shattered and he got glass all over him and he's bleeding. Well, hang on. All right. Gosh. Hang on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Therefore, that does not mean This that is not the Zabruder. <laughs> that doesn't mean he was theory. shot through the back window and then to the front because it would have gone outwards a bit, wouldn't it? Not the necessarily. Glass. Yeah, but he's driving forward. Well, I know he is. But have significant air pressure. But it wouldn't. It wouldn't just go shatter and then go like that, would it? Yeah, I don't see why not. Mind you, I bet it was rubbish glass. It was just literally glass. Glass, (laughs) as opposed to. (laughs) It had just been a window. It's kind of like the car car glass. Yeah, it's 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 laminated glass. It'll fragment into really tiny, weeny little pieces. It. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, let's let's it agree that it would be rubbish glass by it? one by hook or by crook. The glass broke. Okay, fine. <laughs> and it landed on him, and he got shards of flying glass. Oh God! Um, right. We wouldn't get that today, no. would we? No. no, it would just go. It'd, it'd turn into mos- chunk, lumpy mosaic. sand. Lumpy yeah. Well, it would also not even necessarily even chatter. It you would could just probably go push the whole thing out in one and no, just probably, it stays yeah, together. Yeah, it probably would yeah. safety glass. Um, so yes. Now bleeding, he stopped the car and surrendered. You are a very bad person. Oh, did he? For purposes of distance Coward. plotting, the scene of the arrest was somewhere near Douglas in Wyoming. Right. Interesting. So, Hold on, everyone. Distance divided by 100 miles an Douglas, hour. Douglas, Wyoming. Right. Yes. Okay. yes. I can work out how long this chase lasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eight minutes. Because yeah. <laughs> it's the Natrona County Sheriff, so he will. Natrona County Sheriff, right? Yeah. Okay, so it might have been a seven. Well, anyway, Douglas, Wyoming is seventy. 
eight miles away from Natrona. Okay. Um, so it's interesting. So it could have been yeah an hour. It's mm. a shame they didn't drive south on the <laughs> on the twenty five because they could have gone through Chugwater, Wyoming. Which is just a funny, funny, <laughs> funny sound. You have to be fairly thirsty to chug water. <laughs> the, uh, this is just a funny sounding name. Mm. But it it sounds as if it was a long chase. Yeah. It could have been an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, bleeding he stopped, he surrendered. The He bleeding stopped. <laughs> the Converse County Sheriff. Converse? Converse County. Who was in the car with the Natrona County Sheriff's deputy? Ah, okay, yeah. He basically alleged that he stopped because he thought he was bleeding to death, and therefore, just wanted you know, as a coward, he didn't mm. want to bleed to death. He said, "That's the kind of yellow son of a bitch he is. Uh, Doesn't want to bleed so to he, death. He wanted to be yeah. saved to live by by the police, local paramedics. Yeah, <laughs> paramedics. Nineteen fifty-eight. <laughs> yeah, St John's ambulance." <laughs> Have you got any more interesting travel facts? No, I haven't. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, murder. Yep. Death penalty. Mm. Uh, one or 20, obviously. it's death penalty. One or 20, yeah. So he's got uh, 11, right. okay. 11 murder victims sure. and two dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he just murdered two dogs. What do you get for that? Uh, destruction of property. Fine. Yeah. Not much, no. obviously. Really? Mm. It's not very nice, is it? No. So they've committed crimes, or they, he, Charles, has committed crimes in Wyoming and Nebraska. Yes. So he chose to stand trial in... Wyoming. Nebraska. Surely that's the more murdery area. Yeah, which is the most vengeful state. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know that, yeah. Well, he thought that both of them had the death penalty, but the governor right. of Wyoming was against it. So if he'd stood trial in Wyoming, he might have fared better. Right. Okay. But... He just made a... He just... How is it he gets to choose? Well, I was also... Yeah, exactly. Also, why didn't Wyoming go, oh, okay then? <laughs> now, wouldn't the state who arrested him go, well, you know, it's, it's our case, we arrested yeah, him? Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. I can't believe Wyoming go, oh, go on then, you take it. You don't it. go... You oh. take it from here. You know, which state would you rather be tried in? You know, uh, Charles. Yeah, I don't know how that worked because he was a citizen of Nebraska. But I mean, the first crimes were committed in Nebraska, so I mean, and then he so went to Wyoming. I don't was, know. He was arrested. Yeah. In. I don't know how interstate extradition works. <coughs> in the, the host in the fifties. <laughs> he well, was arrested. My secrets he out. Was arrested I don't in know Wyoming. Hmm. Yeah, for murder. Then it should be Wyoming that that tried him. I don't know. I, yeah, again, I, you know, as you say, I don't, no idea how interstate extradition works. In, especially in the 50s. Yeah. Any road up. They didn't even write on the same coloured paper, let alone share that information. Well, there you go. So, the two of them, the pair, Carol Ann Fugate and Charles Starkweather, go to trial. Now, he testified against Fugate. Right. Claiming that she was willing... And, yes. And, okay. and, and involved in the murders. She did it! But at his arrest, initially he said that she had nothing to do with it and that he had kidnapped her. Right. Okay. 
So he kept flip-flopping his story, saying she was a participant or she wasn't. But he's quite a... I don't know, just from the, the earlier discussions we had about him, he seems to be, have a character of retribution. Yes. You know I mean, sure, he'll... Yeah. So um, perhaps they had a disagreement, and yeah. And he hadn't. So he's just going to... I mean, it doesn't make any difference to his sentence. So no, he, it doesn't. But he can just make it worse for her. Yes, if he chose to make it worse for her, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Well, he said Fugate should be executed as well as himself. You know, this is why he testif- yeah. or reasonably testified against her. He thought that she should be executed. He was tried, and obviously he was um, sentenced to death by electrocution. You have been condemned to die in the electric chair by a jury of your peers, sentence imposed by a judge in good standing in this state. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, in Nebraska. Yeah. Now, Fugate claimed that throughout, and even now, has always claimed that she was not a willing participant. But the judge in her case said that because she could have basically escaped at innumerable times yeah, yeah. that she I mean, had to have been at least partially involved yeah i mean the, on the basis that he literally murders anything and everything regardless of anything that disagrees mm, with him is dead uh, yeah, yeah or do, yeah. Do, would you like a, a lift mate yeah yes <laughs> so it, meaning she probably would have been instantly yeah. obliterated if she said i'm just going to go yeah, exactly. Here. I mean, also the only the only person who was there and lived, arguably, to testify was Starkweather, and he was the criminal, sure, <laughs> and he was yeah, going to yeah. be executed. So if he said that she did it, she said no, I didn't. If God see what why his word against hers, right? The word of a criminal yeah, yeah. of a convicted felon. Yes, <laughs> and arguably neither of them are valid. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. witnesses. Yeah. But ultimately, yep. she was convicted as an accomplice. She was sentenced yeah, to I mean, life like, in prison. I think she mm-hmm. should be, really. But the that said, she was thirteen at the time. I mean, what would that? Mm. How would that? Fourteen work? by the time of the trial. Yeah. Today, that she wouldn't. I mean, it'd be juvenile hall <laughs> or something, wouldn't it? But it would. The it didn't discriminate back then. It, it just went, yeah, no, forget no. it. Life yeah. imprisonment. Oh, but I'm. She was tried as an adult. I guess right, it's okay. the thing that right, they right, do. Right. Um, so she got had prison time. Uh, yes, in 1973, her life sentence was reduced to between 30 and 50 years. Wow! Wow! But so 50. Uh, what was it originally? 50. Six. Uh, I'm talking about the year. So she'd served 15 years by then. Yeah, um, but because it wasn't life, it was now. Now she was eligible for parole. So after serving a little oh, over okay. 17 years, she got parole in 1976. And she was 30 ish. Uh, yes. Well, whole life, a whole load of life ahead of you. Yeah, lots of life ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. So she's been out for 40 years. She's been, yeah, more than 40 years, yeah. And she's alive and well, yes. As I mentioned earlier, she has applied for a pardon to Nebraska Board of Pardons. I wonder how her... And denied it. Daily... What her daily routine Mm. is. Mm. I don't know. Why would I know that? (laughs) She's a... I, I th- quite interesting to see what she does. Well, she's at well, this point she's retired. She was a uh, <laughs> really? what from killing. <laughs> she was a, she was basically working as a, a janitor, I think. Okay. Yeah. Starkweather, of course, as we said, went to the electric chair, nineteen fifty nine. Right. Okay. The ultimate tease. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the ultimate tease. Instant, unanimous, forget it, goodbye. Yeah. 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 Sure. Ride the lightning. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that happened, did it? Yes. So he gone. He did it. Got yep. killed. Frying tonight. <laughs> no, don't mourn him. He was dead long before we ever touched him. So, Pop Cole. It can't be done, surely. Are you familiar with a little movie called Natural Born Killers? I huh. am. That? That, that is based on the... Is it? What? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to kill every motherfucking last one of you. No, 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 no you no, idiot. One. That's, 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 that's fiction, you oh, yeah. Jesus. Well, they're all the same film. <laughs> yeah, basically. So He's this is... made um, one film. Uh, Woody Harrelson and oh, yes. I want to say Juliet Lewis. Is that sound yeah, right? Yes. That sound I she's just, in every one of his movies. Probably check <laughs> I should, should just look it up. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly those two people I mentioned. <laughs> Oliver Stone flick. Yes. I've it seen is. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought it was a bit not great. <laughs> okay. All right, fine. That was early 90s or something, wasn't it? Early 94, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, it's based, again, That's loosely good, based, yeah. as all these things usually are, but it's loosely based on. It's basically them. A, it's literally a guy based and a, on a that. young girl going on a crime spree, yeah, on a murder spree. <laughs> so it's based wow, on that. That's pretty um, big. The case also inspired the movie the previous year, California. Yeah, um, really. which is Brad Pitt and Juliet Lewis. <laughs> oh bloody hell! Yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw that at the cinema. Um, there's a Probably film called The Sadist from 1963. Juliet Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Woody Pitt. Sadly not. <laughs> Um, and in 2004, there was a movie by the imaginative title of Starkweather. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a rubbish title, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's because you know the film's not very good. So let's make an association <laughs> that's really strong. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Starkweather. That's rubbish. That was a. I mean, obviously, no one's ever heard of that one, but. No. But yeah, Nat- California Natural Born Killers, I suppose. Oh, and Badlands. Did I mention Badlands? 1973. Martin Sheen, Sissy Bandy. Spacek. Yeah, yeah, that, mm. That's a very famous film. Spacek yeah. is awesome. That was that was about that L- again, loosely based. But oh, yeah, sorry, right, okay. But yeah, it's ba- again, it's a, it's two, it's a, a guy and a younger girl who go on a killer with spree. younger hanger on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Few films there. They're pretty good, aren't they? Good, mm. re- yeah, re- yeah, but arguably they've just nicked the idea or the premise. Isn't that, isn't that movies? Well, yeah, all right. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, the case is famous enough to be mentioned in uh, other movies, in music's reference to it. There's a video game um, uh, called um, Manhunt. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's mm. very famous. It comes up in that. Yeah, literally. Oh, right. It's not based on that. It's, it's not based just... on that. So it wasn't the story behind Chucky Egg. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just mentioned. Like, the name comes up or it's used specifically because of the case. So by association okay. that they yeah. use. It's quite a good pop mm. cult section, this. I thought you was going to be rubbish. <laughs> yeah, there's a documentary yeah. 50 years ago. A vacuous documentary that goes a, on for yeah. 15 hours. <laughs> um, Tim Roth um, yes. was in a... A 1993 movie. It was a TV movie. He was in it, and that was based again. What was it called? It's called um, Murder in the Heartland. Right, 1993. Mm. So, I mean, it's not small potatoes. He strikes. Was he the Charles? He was the Starkweather role. Yeah, of course he was. Peter Jackson. Yes. Of of the Hobbit, etc. Oh no, that's not what he's famous for. King Kong. Asterisk. (laughs) Asterisk, which I hate. Yeah. He did a film in '96 called The Frighteners. Right. Um, which is about a spree killer yes. with a female accomplice. Yeah. Again, based on Stark. It's all based on Starkweather. It's not an original idea, mm. but it is a consistent one. So, yes, basically, this is the story of 
Charles Raymond Starkweather mm, and his young accomplice, and it's inspired all those terrible, mm. terrible movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all terrible. Oh, they are. Now, if you want a good movie to watch, Peter oh, yeah. Jackson's early films are good. Name one. Bad like, Taste. Yeah, I've seen oh, Bad yeah, Taste. Yeah, okay. Bad Taste is awesome. <laughs> I've seen Bad Taste, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've That's seen Bad bloody. Taste. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the story we're talking about. No, but, no, no, no. Yeah, and yeah, no, I've seen that. I think we've seen that. Cinema. I saw that Scarlet. Yeah. But I, if, I if there's it. any circuitous route to a a good movie, then watch that one. Tangent yeah. <laughs> into movies from someone we've mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> I think I used to. I rented that out quite regularly from the local VHS store <laughs> with my one pound lunch money. Good lord. Oh dear, dear, dear. That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening. And we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary. <laughs>